Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, I'm Kayla. As a mom working from home, life is crazier than ever, especially on days like these. But I'm still ruling my day thanks to Metro. Metro gave me an awesome phone and tablet. Now my son can get his homework done on the tablet without needing to borrow my laptop. Plus, with Metro, Amazon Prime is included, so I can access great deals and discounts on school essentials and get them delivered in no time with unlimited free shipping, all while keeping an eye on my son to make sure he finishes his online practice tests before he starts watching his favorite Amazon originals. Right now, get a new phone and tablet on us when you switch to Metro, the number one brand in prepaid. Plus, enjoy high-speed data on both devices with one Amazon Prime membership included for just $75 a month. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. I'm Kayla, and that's how I rule my day with Metro. With new lines of service after rebate redemption plus sales tax and activation fee. Offer valid for new Amazon Prime members on select rate plans. Amazon Prime has a twelve ninety nine a month cost. Restrictions apply. From the shores of Malibu where the waves are pumping to the Great Wall of China and back to the island, Yaz Island, Fight Island, Abu Dhabi, where the UFC is coming. We are here and we are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about but may be afraid to voice. Do not worry. We will voice it for you. We talk about everything on its time. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, COVID-19, President Trump, you name it. We talk about it, and we are here to voice more this week. I am over here in Abu Dhabi. I am long distance. I'm on the other side of the world, but I am here with my partner, my producer, my friend and co-host, TJ DeSantis. TJ, how is it on your side of the world? I'll tell you how it is on my side of the world. I'm fine. I'm, I'm good over here. You know, every time I hear Abu Dhabi, I'm taken back to my childhood because I watched Garfield, the animated series. I don't know if you ever remember Garfield, the uh, the orange cat, but uh, he had a uh, love interest named Nermal. Well, the interest was all on her end, and uh, Garfield didn't like her too much, so he would always ship her to Abu Dhabi. Oh, that's funny. I had a cat that looked like Garfield that weighed 22 pounds. So he probably was Garfield. Did he eat lasagna and hate Mondays? No, I tried to get him in as a stunt double in the movies, but it didn't work. Dang. It's, it's, okay. it's all good. Um, so while we're here, you know, everybody's always wondering about Fight Island. It was revealed where it's at a few weeks ago. Everybody's been reading about what they've been reading about. So ask me what I've seen on Fight Island. Okay, Bruce, what have you seen on Fight Island? Absolutely nothing. You're seeing <laughs> it right here. Well, you know, procedure, protocols, right? Safety and protocol. The UFC is definitely putting in the maximum safety and protocol. Uh, for me, my adventure started where I had to go. I drove to Las Vegas. I, you know, yep. had somebody drive me to Las Vegas. Oh, and, um, you had a driver, huh? Oh, well, no, no, a good friend of mine. Okay, a good friend of All mine. Right. She drove me to Las okay. Vegas. I, I just and, didn't know uh, if it was like someone with white gloves and they opened the back, you know, back door for you and you sat in and ship, sipped uh, champagne all the way up to Vegas or something. Um, it was kind of similar, but okay. it was more from the front seat. And I, we don't, and I don't drink while I drive, or I'm being driven. So, all right, it was more like you know what? And- let's just let's just leave it alone. Let's just leave it alone. We'll let our imagination run wild with it. Let the imaginations run. 
all good, all good. So how, anyways, how are you doing in sequester? Because I had my fair share of it. Um, it was only about a 40 hour sequester in Kansas City last week. And I, like, Bruce, I grew up an only child, right? Like I'm used to being alone. I like my solitude. After about 24 hours of being alone and isolated, I don't care who you are. You can be the most introverted person on the planet. You need more physical interaction, not physical, but personal interaction with people uh, than, than you're probably even willing to admit if you're a loner. Well, it's all based on the individual. Every human being gets lonely, whether they're a loner or not. Right. We live in a COVID-19 pandemic protocol, sequestered, play it safe world. And I'm going to say it one time in the show and I say it again before the show. I said it before. If your listeners are watching, I don't care where you're at in the world. If you're not following the protocol, if you're not wearing your mask, if you have a problem wearing your mask, yeah. if you have a problem doing what it is to keep yourself safe, the people around you safe, elderly safe, and now the young people who, if you watch CNN, are suffering at huge rates, yep. suffering neurological damage, heart damage, lung damage. Maybe they don't die. Lifelong damage from this horrific horrific virus yeah okay. I, I don't i don't know if i told you this oh go ahead if you're not wearing your mask if you're not distancing if you're not doing everything to tell you to do then i don't want you to watch the show because i want to talk to people that are part of the solution right and part of the problem and if you are part of the problem and you learn from what we talk about on the show to become part of the solution so be it all right this is a team effort by the world if you watch cnn you realize we are in the worst stage yeah. of this pandemic Yep. And we have ever been. What's weird? Record number. It's weird. It, Arizona. Ari I'm sorry to keep stepping on teachers. Let me get this information. Yep. Arizona is now number one in the world. Mm -hmm. Florida is 10,000 cases or more or less daily. Right. California is now worse than it was in March. Right. Okay. And if this doesn't tell you what's going on, and now let's talk about just here. I went to Vegas. I was tested and sequestered. Mm-hmm. Tested negative, thankfully. Good job. And good job. Got on a plane with everybody else. Um, a private commercial uh, Etihad jet. Dana and a whole bunch of us were on it. We came over to Fight Island. We landed. They were met with everybody in hazmat suits. My room service really? here. And you've seen if you follow me on Instagram at Bruce Buffer UFC. My room service is delivered by men and women in hazmat suits. Hazmat suits to bring you food. Hazmat What's that? To bring you food. To bring you food. Oh my God, that's crazy. They come to my door to clean my room in hazmat suits. And I'm like, no, 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 no. They hand me the food. I get handed the food. I wash my hands. I clean everything. The virus is around us. And, I, and now you might say, well, great. It's not around me. Well, it is so close to home now for me, both in my personal life yeah. and in professional life and we'll talk about the professional life only professionally speaking i was in vegas paul felder came in mm -hmm. he was in vegas john anik and all of us we got there we're talking out on the lot parking lot i have my mask on um mike brown is out there uh john goes up to say hi to mike brown mike brown pushes out his arms don't come near me why i tested positive mike brown tested positive um he will not be cornering jorge masvidal uh, he is in a car driving back to Florida or has already driven back to Florida, which the UFC arranged for him. But if you test positive here in Abu Dhabi, you're going to be quarantined for 14 days. Right. That's all I know. I have the procedure after that. So we were tested when I got here mm -hmm. and then sequestered in my room. I'm sleeping 
United States time, right. meaning I'm up at night and sleeping during the day. Which here that's the that's show... hard enough already, right, Buff, to keep that schedule when yeah. your internal clock looks outside and sees that the sun is down. Like y- your body probably wants to get into that natural, you know, circadian rhythm and go to sleep when normal people go to sleep. Yeah, uh, the good thing about it is, is that it is on somewhat the same pattern, right, as home. So I want to keep it that way. And the main reason too, TJ, is because in order for the show to be shown in the United States on Saturday mm-hmm. and the other shows, yep. we have to start the show and be at the arena at like two in the morning. Right. Yeah. You, you've got to keep North American time, essentially. I have to. Otherwise, I'm going to ha- wreak havoc on my system. Right. And that's the best way to do it. And it's no problem. I've got it down sure. now. But I got here Tuesday night. It is now Thursday night. Mm-hmm. I have not seen anything outside the w hotel in fight island where we're staying i have a beautiful room i'm not arguing about that sure but it does feel like a rich man's jail well you know that's what i was saying like i mean i didn't have nearly as nice of a hotel as you have uh when i was in kansas city but uh, i had a new appreciation for the idea of what in-house arrest is uh granted it was only about two days but when you're stuck in a room and you're not allowed to leave and if you leave there are consequences i don't care if you're in a palace buff like you're in a prison. It's a really nice prison, and I'm maybe being a bit hyperbolic, but all you want to do is get out of there. All you want to do is stretch your legs and and be a human being. We're not meant to be cooped up like that, especially uh, when, it, not necessarily against your will, but you're being forced to be there. You know what I mean? Well, you know, you're absolutely correct, and part of the thing is here is that you know how much I train all the time. Okay? I'm right. always yeah. working out. So I can't go a day without doing something. I can't go to the gym. Are you doing burpees to... in your hotel room? Are you uh, trying to like I'm lift weights? I'm doing what I call my hundreds. I do minimum hundred sit-ups, hundred push-ups, hundred squats. Uh, I do uh, various forms of sit-ups, about two hundred sit-ups. You want to see how I do an arm curl, TJ? You want to see how inventive I get? Sure, one hundred percent. See this chair? I I, I do now. Okay. You're this ridiculous. You're ridiculous. This is, this is the white collar hotel gymnastics Olympics with Bruce Buffer. I don't know what you want to call this, but shoulders, right? Easy now. Don't hurt yourself. Look at that. That that chair doesn't look light either. No, it's not. No, it's it's the chair. The chair's a, a pretty decent chair, but it's yeah. Keeps the, you know, there you go, Buff. Wow, look at you. You do your hundreds. I'll I'll maybe do a dozen, maybe. Well, I think today because I woke up with so much energy, I've already done a hundred. I'll do another after the show. I'm, <laughs> do it again. Um, I'm just trying to stay in shape, teacher. You know how the, the shape oh, I've gotten, yeah. and more so sequestered. But right. I, I don't want to stop. So anyway, that's that's my little routine during the day. Our meals, um, we put out a menu. They deliver the meals in cardboard boxes, of course, outside the door. In, in hazmat, hazmat suits. suits. Oh my god, I, that blows me away, Buffer. Like they're treating you like you're toxic material. I'll tell you if you remember. Do you remember a film called Back to the Future? Uh, I've seen it a couple hundred times, yeah. Okay, so you remember when he goes in to convince uh, his dad that he needs to do something and he's in a hazmat suit standing over him? Yeah. That's what I think about the time I open the door and I see the guy in the hazmat suit. Man. But I don't even talk to him. I tell him, I tell him leave it at the door. I right. want him to walk away. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean. And then they have they have me a ticket to sign for room service if I order something other than the pre-prepared meals that we have delivered. Right. And, uh, you know, I'm putting on gloves, signing the thing. They give you pens that are contained in plastic because, again, people out there listening who are part of the solution, yeah. not the problem, 
even a pen transfer sure. can transfer the buyer. This is right. This is how serious. And, and, and that's the thing too. I think a lot of people fail to realize that germs have been everywhere forever, but we haven't had to deal with this type of infectious virus before. So we're we're forced to be a bit more cautious. But germs have always been on everything, and they always will be on. Uh, everything. I, I went to the dentist yesterday, Bruce. I was supposed to have uh, a dental procedure done in March. It got pushed back. And finally, you know, things are opening up here. And uh, my, my dentist called me. I went in, uh, had the procedure done. But it was, it's kind of like what you were describing. Uh, everything is covered in plastic. I can hardly keep myself up in the chair because it's like sitting on my grandmother's furniture back in the 90s. Like I'm, I'm literally sliding down the entire time. Um, the dentist has so much PPE on that I can hardly see his face. Uh, it's, it's, it's a strange world, man. It's a very strange world. And they take off your mask and your nose is exposed and everything when they're working on you. They have to. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I, I get nitrous. So believe it or not, Novocaine has very little effect on me, which is a very big problem when you go to the dentist. Uh, it doesn't work on my left side at all. Uh, works a little bit on the right side. Um, so I have to have nitrous on, I have to be higher than a kite to have dental work done. Um, so my oh, nose my nose is not exposed because it's in the, the nitrous mask. Sounds like fun. <laughs> uh, it, it's fun, but let me tell you, uh, yesterday I was supposed to have a procedure take uh, about 45 minutes uh, because the numbing process wasn't working. I was in the chair and under nitrous for about three hours, and uh, no one should be on nitrous for three hours. Uh, I threw up everywhere, which I'm sure is exactly what they wanted uh, during a uh, pandemic. That's yeah, crazy. You know, we're all, we're all, I'm sorry about that. But we're all going through adjustable times. I'm getting my teeth cleaned, uh, delayed obviously for six months with everything going on at the end right. of July. And I'm sure I'll be doing the same exact thing. And listen, everybody out there, too, we're giving you health advice, but get your teeth cleaned at least a minimum once or twice a year. It's, but here's what's scary, Bruce. Here's what's scary. You say you're delaying at six months. Like, I don't know when the end of this thing is near. Like, this might be something for a very long time. I, I saw that they were looking for, uh, volunteers for a test, uh, clinical trial of a vaccine. I know they've already tested some vaccines. If we're still operating this way a year from now, I really wouldn't be surprised. You want my opinion? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Life has changed forever, TJ. I think that I don't uh, like that. We, I, that doesn't sound good. No, I don't think that we're ever going to go back to a full normalcy that we consider normal as of say five, six months ago. And I'll tell you the reason why, you know, when the bird flu hit and you would walk through the airports and, um, you know, Asians would be walking with their masks and everything. And you got, you know, maybe you giggled a little bit, whatever, but they were being very smart. And now- Well, that's part we, of the culture. That's part of Asian culture. When, when there is virus season. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you just wear masks. I think we're learning that now as well. I think we're learning that now. Uh, when a vaccine occurs, hopefully, this thing will not change until, and again, I could be wrong, but we will not change until A, our leadership leads us by example, showing everybody you need to wear masks, not just leaving it up to state and governor levels and just mandating it across the board so the direction is followed. B, that people don't fight the fact being part of the problem, as I've already said on the show a couple of times already. Yeah. But a vaccine needs to be put in place. Because and, and vaccines still aren't a cure all though, you know, like that's what's scary about it. Like vaccines, like the vaccine for the flu, I think only uh, gives you like an 80% like better chance of not getting it, which is great. But like you, you're still susceptible. It, it, and when I say 80% to not getting the flu, 
that still doesn't mean you're 100% uh, proof from, from getting it. It's just you have an 80% higher chance of not getting it. You still very much can get the flu when you have a flu vaccine. Exactly. So that tells you that COVID is going to be around. God forbid the other strain of COVID they're talking about hits America or this other swine flu they're worried about in, in, in uh, November that could possibly hit, give or take uh, the calendar time period that they're talking about. The bottom line is, is that due to this pandemic, it's become more aware to all of us as citizens, unless you're blinded and not watching the news or even opening a, a media periodical to tell you what's happening in the world. The bottom line is, is this is where we're at. Well, and what I worry about, TJ, is not just what we're talking about, but we've touched on it before. The economic damage that's being caused oh, is yeah. going to take years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To um, beyond our lifetime, honestly, to be as stable as we we once were. Um, maybe the stock market get gets back to its numbers and, and whatnot to where it was prior to this. But you got to think, like, it's if this hadn't hit— if this hadn't hit, we would have still been progressing, right? You know what I mean? So it's like when we get back to normal, we're still far below what we should be because we should have never really dipped down uh, to begin with. What what worries me, Bruce, is the idea that this is just the first sort of strain of it. This is the first go around. Um, anything like the flu uh, mutates, evolves, gets stronger, gets more damaging and deadlier. What are we going to do if COVID-20 is worse than this? And, and how long uh, will it take for us to get past that? And how long can we actually um, you know, really expect to live this way? Because he, this is the big problem to me. The whole mask situation. The, the people that are going in front of City Hall, Bruce, and saying that a mask is oppressing them and it's a limitation of their freedom— I don't think you understand what the word oppression is, people. Like, you're not going to die from wearing a mask. You're not going to really have anything bad happen to you other than you're uncomfortable and you're inconvenienced. And I, I mean, you've been flying. I'm sure you wore a mask the entire time from Vegas to Abu Dhabi. Uh, I, I did the same, uh, you know, across this country. It sucks. I hate it. But you just got to do it. You've got to learn to embrace it. I was on the plane. I will not mention names. There were a few individuals standing up with their masks off, talking loud, talking, talking, talking. And I'm like, put on your mask. Yeah. Okay. Put it on. It, it, we get off. We get off on the plane. We're in it. We're in the shuttle around in a tube. Yeah. And we're sitting 45 minutes waiting for the police escort to take us to the hotel. And meanwhile, people are pulling down their masks and talking. And again, I'll say it again. Put on your mask. Right. Okay? Thanks uh, for censoring I, yourself I, there. I, I appreciate I, that. They know me. I'm polite to everybody. Sure. But I am not going to stand for this. I'm sorry. Uh, and I'm, I'll tell you why. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, TJ. I'm going, but I'll, I'll let me go back. We're halfway across the world from each other. We're going to step on each other a little bit, by all means. This is not news. Michael Bisbing released this on a uh, podcast, I think it was information. I wasn't going to talk about this unless it was already made public, but people have probably read that the fighter and fine commentator and awesome fighter Paul Felder flew out to Vegas alongside fighter turn coach Dean Thomas. Dean apparently tested positive, and again, this is information released by Michael Bisping. Dean apparently tested positive, from reading here, for COVID-19. Right. Felder, who was 
next to him on the flight out of an abundance of caution, even though Paul tested negative, he is quarantined in Las Vegas for 14 days. He was supposed to do all four shows. Yeah. Now he'll be here for one of them or whatever. I don't know how the procedure goes, but that's the precaution they took. Mike Brown and one of the fighters. I was walking in the parking lot. Uh, John Anik and I were masked up, gloved up and, and doing some exercise in the parking lot, getting out in the sun uh, on, on Monday before we left for Abu Dhabi. And when we were allowed to walk out of our rooms and John walked up to, to uh, Mike and Mike went like this. And yep. that part, I think I already said this. You before. did. That's the positive, you right. know? So this is getting close to home. Yeah. This is what people have to understand. Now I'm going to go one step further. There's not a lot of TV here to watch. Okay. I can't, I can't get Netflix. I'm, I'm watching the channels available. Right. Aside from two movie channels, obviously it's CNN, CNN, CNN. Right. And I don't want to hear about Fox News, CNN. I don't want to hear all that crap. News is news. Okay. Well, the 20 well, to 40 year old. I don't know. 40, I don't know if news is news, Buff, anymore, unfortunately. No, it's just life. So, well, I mean, he, here's my thing. The reason I say that is because when I turn on the television and I watch the news, Half the time, I feel like I'm getting that much news in this much opinion, and it goes both ways. You, you, I mean, the, my issue is I try to find news, Bruce, and then I'm just sent down a rabbit hole of doing my own research to figure out what is fact and what is opinion. And uh, we just need to throw opinion out at this point. We just need to go with what is fact. And, I, and I'm sorry, like, maybe I'm crazy, but I think back in March— we should have just shut everything down for eight weeks because essentially it's what we did to our economy. We shut down our economy for eight weeks and what did it do? Not much. It just killed the economy. So it's like, well, part of that, problem, part of that problem, and I don't want to get too political. You're absolutely correct is, is, and, and people look back on that. Look, Melbourne, Australia just closed down. I think it was Melbourne, it closed down Melbourne. It's either Melbourne or Sydney. Pardon me. Yeah. I don't know which yep. but a major city in Australia. They only had like 72 and I could be off too. It was like less than a hundred cases. Right. Or something, and right it was, it, it was less than like 25 deaths or something. Yeah. They closed it down. Yeah. And speaking of deaths, people say the death rates going down. No, here's the thing because of states allowing people to congregate in bars, things happening like president Trump having that rally in front of Mount uh, in Tulsa, right. Where the distancing was not practiced. They removed the distancing from the seats to sit across from each other. Right. They gave masks that you can wear it. You don't. Well, now Tulsa's having a spike. Yeah. Okay. Florida is 10,000 a day, give mm -hmm. or take. Arizona is the number one worst place in the world. The young people now, it was always about the older dying or whatever. Okay. Here's right. what's happening too. For you who's listening out there, if you're 14, 13, or if you're 40 or 30 or 20 or whatever, let's talk about this age, this demographic. Okay. Yes. I'm 63 and I maybe have a chance of getting it worse, even though I'm very healthy and my immunity system is strong as far as I know, but young people are strong too, for obvious reasons. Now what they're finding out is, okay, maybe you won't die. All right. God forbid. Let's hope that that doesn't happen. Maybe you won't get really sick. Let's hope that doesn't happen, but lung damage, right? Neurological brain damage, people having hallucinations, heart damage, they find now and they're checking into it that, you know, people that we hear dying of heart attacks, a lot of this could be COVID related. There's right. still a lot of facts out there. You don't want to get this, folks. You yep. don't want to get it. It's not the flu. And God forbid the flu gets bad, which it can. And we know it kills a lot of people, too. Yeah, this is a different. It has effects that will last. Do you think I want to have lung damage? Right? I mean, I mean, bottom line is this person. No one wants to get sick. 
Okay, even even if you don't really get sick, even if you can walk around like Mike Brown and and not look ill, you don't want to get it. Why would you want to get it? You know what I mean? And that that's the other thing too. We're still not entirely sure that getting it once means you can't get it again. Like we really don't know anything about this thing. And the, it, latter, the latest stat I heard about that TJ mm-hmm. is that once you've had it, like people think you won't get it again. No, the, and this is going to change, I'm sure, because medicine is still trying to figure out, the medical community is trying to figure all this out, the CDC right. and everybody else, Dr. Fauci, you name it. The last thing I heard is that, okay, you'll be good for three to six months, then you can get it again. Yeah, what does so that just, do? So just don't get it, you know what I mean? And if, if that's true, three to six months, then that vaccine is going to be something that you're going to need to take anywhere from two to four times a year, which that's... Curious. That's on, on that. Yeah. Um, one thing that that I wanted to tell you, I, I don't know if we uh, if I shared this last time we did the show, but uh, a friend of mine got it. Uh, he, his wife and their four kids got it. Uh, their four kids tested positive, showed absolutely no effects. Uh, his wife tested positive. She had a headache. He tested positive, spent four days in the ICU on a ventilator. Really? How fast did that happen? Um, within a week. A week's time, and then he was recovered fully by like ten days uh, after the positive test. Um, so it worked out for him, but like he literally thought he was going to die. Like he was on he a ventilator in ICU, and that—that's what's weird. This—you you, got to believe it's the same strand, you know, same strain of illness. Four kids, fine. His wife gets a headache. He almost dies. That's bonkers. Well, the, stats, the stats are and again. Pardon me, I could be off because I'm reading so many different things. Yeah, if you're in ICU. You're in a ventilator. Yep. Twenty percent dying. Twenty percent. Yeah. That you're dying. Right. And, and think rare. about that. Twenty percent. If I roll a hundred sided die, one through twenty means you die. I mean, it's a small amount in the grand scheme of things. But how many things do we do in our daily lives that have a chance of one percent or more of dying? It doesn't happen. I, you know what I'm I mean? Not the, I'm well, not having to try and. A crowded 405 freeway. Right. Okay? But what I'm what I'm saying is we do a lot of things in our life, Bruce, where th- there isn't really a, a real chance of death. And I don't think we understand what that real chance of death can be. If Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Whether you're a market seller. I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber. Poodle pamperer. <laughs> piano tuner. Or plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Touch-free QR code payments. No seller fees until 2021. Not applicable to PayPal here transactions. Other fees may apply. Shop safe with PayPal. At T-Mobile, you can get two powerful iPhone 11 Pros on us. The three cameras are perfect for capturing my DIY projects. I'm repainting our car. Wow, the ultra-wide camera really captures all the, uh flames switch today and get two new lines for 90 bucks plus two iphone 11 pros on us with qualifying trading for well-qualified customers plus taxes and fees essentials plan with auto pay phone via 24 credits if you cancel before 24 credits remaining balance on full price of 999.99 for each device may be due contact us qualifying port ins and finance agreements required you say press this button and i'll give you a million dollars or if you press it and get that 20 percent, you die i'm not going to press the damn button you know what i mean like 80% 80% chance you just hand me a million dollars. I'm still not going to take a 20% risk that I die. Well, we get back to the same thing again. You know, you you want to be part of the solution, not the problem. Um, we're going to go into the news a little bit, but there's still more COVID talk here we have to do. 
you know, you read these stories all day long or, you know, different stories happening. One of the more tragic, beautiful, but completely tragic stories I'm reading after 53 years of marriage, a Texas couple. Okay. They died at the same time holding hands from COVID-19. Oh my God. He was, uh, supposedly she was 80. She was sick for a few days when he took her to the Texas hospital, found out that she had COVID-19. Um, it's just one of those things that both died holding each other's hands. I mean, that that's, that's horribly tragic and romantic all at the same time. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I'm to make a good story sound great. It's just, again, I'm going to point out something horrible because I just want our people, our listeners and viewers who have subscribed to our show on YouTube to, to basically get the message. And if you're tired of me giving the message, well, I'm sorry because we have to keep giving it. Well, here's my thing, Bruce. Like wearing a mask to me is like washing your hands when you go to the bathroom. Like just do it. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. even if you're in your own home, just do it because that's well, that's the clean, right thing to do. No? I say a little mask thing and then we're going to go into some news. I've read with the finding out the scarves. Okay, maybe that helps a little bit. That doesn't really help. You need the three-ply mask. You need a good mask. Yeah. Got to cover your not just your mouth right don't touch the front don't touch the inside touch the loops yep. and that's it Clean it when you take it off put it in a plastic bag have more than one mask available to alternate um and throw ones out that get worn because police wear bulletproof vests citizens wear masks we're trying to dodge a bullet it's as simple as that just okay? wear a mask i just i just don't understand it like again you're not even really allowed to go do anything so when you go to the grocery store for like the 10 minutes that you're there, just cover your mug. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, one, one of the stupidest things I'm seeing, you know, this name, Karen, these Karen videos yeah. that they show. Yeah. Are these the dumbest people in the world? I just Are don't they- know why this is the sword you want to like fall on. Like this is going to be your battle. I don't get it. Like you just okay. don't get it. And a lot of these people have essentially destroyed their lives over it. Like if, yeah. if you're in a video where you're acting like a maniac and it goes viral you're toast. Your life is done. Everyone well, I read, they lose their job. Right. Well, I mean, you're going to lose your job and you're going to lose everything essentially up front. You may as well go bankrupt trying to get plastic surgery because you're going to have to. You're going to have to alter your appearance so much that you're no longer that guy that was in Costco freaking out. You know what I mean? One thing I'd be sure to hear, I've never had plastic surgery, Botox, uh, uh, what is it? Stomach implants. Or <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Ab implants. I eat right and take care of myself. That's not my interest. But the bottom line is, I know the joke you're making. Yeah, it's crazy, TJ. It's crazy. I mean, honestly, like, I just don't understand why anybody wants to destroy their life over this. Like, you're going to take a stand. Like, also, too, if you're going to make a, a scene in public, you may as well just expect that someone is recording you. Because that's just the There's, way it is. Yes. And yes, exactly. No matter where you're at. At the same time, you got to walk around thinking you're infected and they're infected and, and treat yourself properly. Right. But TJ, back to the main thing, and then we're going to go into the news. One of the biggest problems that has created this problem mm-hmm. is the fact that our leaders, whether you are a President Trump fan or not, the bottom line is our leaders need to lead by example. That's really the main thing. I just don't and understand why everything's got to be politicized, Buff. I just don't get it. All re-election. Yeah, but like... I don't, whatever. Let's just move on because like, I'm going to turn into Sam Phillips here uh, and just go freaking crazy business. I'm going to go full Karen on this program 
uh, simply because I just don't understand it. I just don't understand why people don't want to be, like you say, part of the solution rather than further the problem. Exactly. Exactly. All right, let's get off the COVID. Uh, except, oh, one thing on COVID. I, the dumbest story, the, the stupidest story of the thing. Okay. And again, we get back. We get back to the young population, which is now suffering and getting sick from COVID more than anything right now. Okay. Listen to me, young people. Alabama students were throwing COVID parties to see who would get infected first to win the prize. What? If that is not the height of stupidity and ignorance, I don't know what is. I'm confused. How do you like, they're just testing everybody. Like, I don't understand. Like, who gets infected first to win the what's the prize? Um, I don't know, but the mention is here financially. It's not Some worth it. Students in Tusc- Tuscaloosa, Alabama, who have been diagnosed with COVID-19, have been attending parties in the city, right? And the surrounding area. And what's being described, they call it a disturbing contest, just to see who can catch the virus first. <sighs> need I talk anymore? Is that do, we, do I need to elaborate anymore on how dumb this is? This sounds like an episode of the Darwin Awards. Crazy. On a lighter end, Joey Chestnut broke his own record eating 75 hot dogs. As I saw hot dog that. Eating. I saw that. What an American in icon. Ten, in 10 minutes. Dude. Seven and a half hot dogs a minute. That's less than 10 seconds a hot dog. I don't know how you're... I mean, first off, he's not chewing. Like, he can hardly be chewing. But second... How does your stomach like move those around? You know what I mean? Like, how does your how does your esophagus handle that much food? Con- like, and, and does he does he soak them? Is that his technique? Yeah, usually if I remember correctly, they dip them in like a water. Yeah, I, I mean, what a thing! What a thing to to you know. And what was really interesting to me is how much those competitive eaters actually work out and take care of their bodies in order to do that. Like, I don't want to say that you're not an athlete because you very much are if you're subjecting your body to that sort of trauma and and pain, but I don't know, Bruce. Maybe I side with you on poker being uh, more of a sport than this because that just seems like personal torture. Uh, It's personal torture. I don't know what's more interesting than this than other than Kanye West announced the potential presidential bid for 2020. Get out of here. I mean, okay, sure, fine. Get out of here. You read it? it? One day he announced the presidential bid. Elon Musk supposedly supports him. Okay. okay. And now the story comes out on TMZ about how he has bipolar episodes at least once a year. I don't think I'd vote for him. (laughs) Can we just go back to plain old boring oatmeal politicians, please? Life gets crazier and crazier and crazier. Bruce Buffer, 2020. Buffer DeSantis, 2020. Let's go. No, I'm not a no, politician. I don't, I don't want that either. We'd, we'd, we'd get impeached day one. Yeah, no, don't want that at all. Not whatsoever. Um, here's an interesting story. 13, let me get this again. You'll love this one. Maybe you won't. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. I don't know. We'll find out. A 13-ton shipment of human hair, right, for okay. products such as right, has been uh, seized by the U.S. Customs and Border Protection. Again, coming in from China. The hair was worth over $800,000. Okay. And they figured it's all been taken from prisoners, likely from Chinese. Oh, no. They're profiting off prisoners, if this is true. Is that crazy? Oh, my God. That is a horrific story. 13 tons 
of human hair. How much? How, how much hair is that? Not not. I mean, again, this always goes back to COVID. It seems, but like, how do you wash that? How do you disinfect it? How do you make sure that that is not? I mean, I'm not kidding you. Like, I would worry about lice and other things like that. Yep, I know. Me too. Speaking of crazy story of that, you know, Mike Perry fought a couple weeks ago, right? Or uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, or was it last week? I don't know. I saw a video that looked like he was trying to pick a fight. Uh, he wasn't picking a fight. He was throwing punches. Yeah. And you watch that video. It's like, Mike, calm down. I mean, I want to err on the side that there's probably more to the story than you and I know, but the optics of that video, not. Didn't, didn't look good. No, it didn't look good. So I don't think any charges have been filed uh, exactly, but, but, but getting, best, uh, getting back to what we were talking about, though, Bruce, like even if there are no charges filed, in a lot of ways, the damage has already been done for Mike Perry. Like he looked to be in the wrong there. And mm-hmm. I mean, you know this more than anybody being in the spotlight as long as you have been in it. Even if you're wrong or even if you're right, if you are in that situation and that is all we get to see, you lose. You lose. Yeah. The perception so, of the public is reality. And I mean, I don't know. It, it was very unfortunate to see. And you need to be very, very careful uh, when you are someone who is in the public spotlight when you are in public. Agreed. It's not a good thing. Uh, we'll see how that all unfolds. I hate seeing um, anybody in the way, you know, representing the UFC um, in a negative light like that. But Listen, we see it all the time in many different areas of life, and uh, yeah. we'll see what pans out. But now on the positive end of the UFC, as we wind down the show, is UFC 251 is on Saturday. Really excited for the show. That it's a completely stacked card. Hey, we've buried the lead here. Part. We've buried the COVID-19 lead here, and that's Gilbert Burns that's out of the main event, and Jorge Masvidal stepping up on six days' notice. Uh, I don't know what says BMF more than the BMF champ going, sure, I'll go fight. Kamara Usman on six days' notice in Fight Island. Oh, my, my coach can't make it? He's got COVID? Whatever. Yeah. I know. It's a crazy story. Kudos to Jorge. You know, love how he flew out. And they show how he stopped in Italy for pizza. Yeah. He only took one bite. For his, his friends and stuff, his, his crew, which I would, is really, really I cool. would be surprised if he even swallowed said bite of pizza. You know what I mean? He said he took one small bite and wished he took a bigger one. <laughs> the, the guy the guy deserves it. But here, here's my thing. I don't know if you saw it. There was a, like a screenshot of Masvidal on ESPN's first take with Stephen A. Smith. And they asked uh, Masvidal how much weight he would have to cut to make, uh, you know, 170 for the title fight. And he said about 20 pounds. And their faces were just like in pure shock. And it's like, wait, I, I bet you Masvidal's always cutting around 20 pounds. Like, I don't. I mean, maybe that's a little bit more than he normally cuts, but like it, it showed me that the average casual mixed martial arts fan really doesn't know what the term weight cut means or what these fighters subject themselves to uh, on fight week. But I, I'm sure Masvidal will make that weight just fine. Yeah, sure. And there's no way anybody can know what a weight cut is unless they've gone through it. You know, right. But, but a, a lot of people, though, Bruce, I think they hear weight cut and they think, oh, you diet, you diet down. Like that's not a weight cut. Like a weight cut takes place anywhere from. 24 to 36 hours before a fight, and it's when you're actually cutting the water out of your body. And, um, yeah, there's no dieting really involved in a weight cut. You can drop weight over the course of a training camp for sure, but when it comes to cutting weight, you start your cut in the final hours leading up to weigh-in. And, you know, uh, it's a lot harder, I think, for, say, the flyweights to cut 20 pounds of water, but 
somebody that's fighting at 170 or, you know, God forbid, yeah. you know, higher weight class. 20 pounds, not ideal to do in 24 hours, but it's definitely doable. Of course. And, you know, my, my uh, kudos and praise go out to all the fighters fighting, not just on this car, but all the other cars, because the training camps for during this COVID-19 pandemic period are completely different. Yeah. You should have seen when I was in Vegas um, outside in the parking lot. You've got two fighters sparring and working out over here. You got two fighters yeah. running in the parking lot over here. You got another couple of fighters doing it. Everybody's trying to exercise, including yours truly, as best as we possibly can. Yeah. But going into Saturday night, Jorge Masvidal, Kamaru Usman, very excited about this fight. Max Holloway, Volkanovski, I can't say enough about that fight. Jose Aldo and Pelter Jan, awesome. Can, Let's can, face can, it, the rematch with Andrade and Nama Yunus. Yeah. Who doesn't want to see that? And the return of Paige Van Zandt. It's going to be awesome. Can I just say that, I mean, I love the fact that Masvidal is stepping up and, and filling in for, for Gilbert Burns, and we still get that welterweight title fight. But if there was ever a card that didn't need to have a fighter step up on short notice to make the main event happen, it's this one. There's like three or four main events in this card. I know. It's loaded. And uh, I'll say it as I always say it on the show. If No matter where you're at in the world, if you're a UFC fan, you don't watch the show, mm -mm, you're not a UFC fan. I mean, I don't know why you would be listening. Hey, hey, I don't know why you would be listening to this radio show or watching us on YouTube, by the way. Subscribe. Uh, I don't know why you would be watching us and not, you know, giving your money for UFC 251 because it's it's one of the greatest cards in recent memory. I know we say that a lot, but this probably probably a safe bet that this is going to be on paper the best card of the year. And look at all the great cards we've had so yeah, far. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't end with this one either. You know what I mean? Like, July is a crazy month. No, I've got the next show on Wednesday, and then I'll be coming back. I'm not going to do the other two shows. Um, but, you know, two weeks here and getting this done, I'm very excited to be part of the show. And I'm going to say praise. I want to give so much praise to Dana White, his medical crew, everybody at the UFC. I've now, this is one, two, three. This will be my fourth COVID-19 pandemic show. And... The care that they're giving us, even though, you know, there's been some positive tests, the care they give to those people, the money they're spending to make this happen. I feel safe, but I got to say at the same time, it's a little weird because it's so close. Sure. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I think the positive tests are actually an indication that what Dana White and company is doing is, is the right thing. Um, if everyone was testing clean, go ahead. How can you possibly put 20, 30, 40 people in a room and exactly. not test positive 100%. by the numbers? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you just look at the numbers nationwide, and, I mean, we're whether or not we're contracting it, I, I think you've already said it, we're exposed to it every day. Everywhere we turn, it is somewhere. And that's why you have to take care of yourself the best you can and wear the mask and, you know, wash your hands and, and things like that. Um, but it, at this point, it would be very odd if no one had tested positive um, from the test that the UFC uh, is administering because the numbers just wouldn't say that that is likely or at all possible. And um, for the most part, it, it seems like uh, the UFC's done a fantastic job uh, identifying these cases, sequestering them, isolating them, and, uh, you know, knock on wood, everybody that does test positive gets through it relatively easy and unscathed and, and is healthy because, uh, like you said, I think this is the new normal for the foreseeable future. Well, you know, maybe you wind up like the Starbucks Batista down in San Diego, who was publicly shamed by a customer when he asked her to wear a mask and she filmed him. She wasn't wearing a mask and, and she put it on the Internet. Right. Uh, she took a photo of him, uh, the whole bit. 
he wound up getting eighty thousand dollars in virtual tips. Uh, yeah, because he deserves it. I, yeah. I just don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand. Like, isn't it against the law for him not to wear a mask? Like he's he's in. Yeah, they are going to start yes. finding. There's but but Bruce, no. The answer is yes. You're not allowed to be in a public space in the state of California without a face covering. You're not allowed. Right. So she is, I mean, that's honestly, it's literally like walking up to someone in their car who is wearing a seatbelt and attacking them for it. Exactly. What are you doing? Don't be an asshole. The country's so divided on their own common sense, their own awareness of the medical issues right now, much less the political issues right now. I mean, it's a strange world we're living in. Everybody's got to stay as strong and be as positive as they can. And again, I'll end the show with my attitude about being a role model to your sphere of influence, but Serious times, folks. Take to, it seriously. To me, Bruce, I feel like the seatbelt comparison is, is very uh, uh, appropriate in, in a lot of ways. I don't personally care if you wear a seatbelt because you not wearing a seatbelt really doesn't affect me. The odds that you not wearing a seatbelt directly impacting my quality of life or my ability to continue life, very, very slim. Um, but no one is complaining about whether or not a seatbelt inhibits your freedom. That's what I don't understand. Like, why are you going to be upset about people wearing a mask or you wearing a mask when you can't argue the fact that if you sneeze or speak or anything, there's going to be some sort of projectile coming out of your mouth. This right here is probably the filthiest thing in my studio right now. You know what I mean? 100%. And if anybody were to use it after me, I would do my best to disinfect it. You know what I mean? I just went in the studio last week to record a voiceover for a really incredible video game coming out of the UK. It's a racing game, right? Mm -hmm. I turned it down a month ago. They had a delay because I didn't want to go anywhere. Right. They finally convinced me it was safe. I drove to the place. They COVID-19 sanitized the entire everything. I put it out on my Instagram Mm -hmm. last week. I was in a room by myself being directed by a director from Scotland on a video screen. Yep. Um, that's where we've come to, TJ. Yeah. That's where we've come to. Yeah. And hopefully movies and TVs will start up in production too because, you know, there's such an economic issue. Speaking of economic issues, let's go into another feel-good story. Would you believe that a man won a $4 million lottery jackpot for the second time in Michigan? A no. Scratch-off. Really? $20 scratch-off. He walked away with $4 million twice. Wow. Is it, is it like Twice in how long? Hey, today, let me see here. I hate when I ask questions that you don't have the information readily available to you. They don't They don't oh, always sorry. include that. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I don't know what the odds of that would be. I mean, the odds of winning uh, a scratch-off are significantly better than that of winning, say, like the Mega Millions or, or Powerball drawing. But to, to win two multi-million dollar jackpots on a scratcher, I mean, that's bonkers. I know. I know. I can't. Uh, oh, three years ago. And I mean, then that's just, crazy. It's amazing. I, I've never seen a scratch off that has a million plus dollar prize, though. Well, it's here, you know. I mean, I, I guess maybe I need to pay attention. But that's the problem. I'm the guy that will play the Powerball when it's like eight hundred million dollars. But when it's 40 million dollars, I'm like, ah, not worth my time. Because 40 million dollars, uh, not worth my time. Eight hundred million dollars. Sure. Bruce, I don't even know if I could spend $10 million in my lifetime. I'm too simple. I'm sure you, I'm sure you could. If you wanted to, you could probably spend it in one year. Well, I, 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 I wanted to just buy a big house. You would have to teach me uh, taste 
Okay. I'd have to hang out with you a little bit so I could learn what finer things to spend the money on. Otherwise, I'm just going to buy video games, and there's not enough video games to go through like 40 million bucks. That's cool. I only want a 15% commission to show you what of to do. Of course. Okay. Absolutely. A, a, a consultant fee on, you know, living a high class life. Hey, remember we talked about um, trading cards, modern day trading cards, and I mentioned LeBron James might go for a million dollars. Yeah. It looks like it'll go for two million. That's crazy. $2 million basketball card. Cardboard. In 2000. Cardboard. There's only 23 of them. Still cardboard. Cardboard, $2 million. I mean, I, you know, I I, I collect cardboard, as you know. Right. It can work out. All right, everybody. I'm in Abu Dhabi. You got any questions for me about what's going on here, TJ? Because honestly, until I get out of this room tomorrow, I cannot tell you anything other than how beautiful the hotel is and how empty it is. I mean, I would ask you questions, but it's basically all like, what are you doing to kill time? And we've already gone through your poor man. Let's uh, do bicep curls with this heavy ass chair routine. So I got nothing. That's the the height of my excitement. Yeah. Yeah, There you go. I'm excited for and, you to work. It's um, it's one thing that I think is, is sort of lost this year, but still not lost at the same time. Like, if if it were normal, this is International Fight Week, and there would be hundreds of thousands of people, um, you know, excited about the UFC, and a lot of people would be coming to uh, Vegas and doing the expo and and all that stuff. And and we don't get that this year. But the bottom line is, we still get that big fight feel in the first second week of July, and. Uh, you know, as long as we have that, at least something in the world feels kind of like business as usual. And after listening to today's show and going over the news, I, I think anything that feels normal is is very much welcomed at this point. Agreed. Here's something a little unnormal for the end. You know, I'm on Cameo. Right. And aside from my videos and, and audios orders that I take at BruceBuffer.com, mm-hmm. which were busier ever, record months being set because of everybody wanting the entertainment and the videos, which is great. And for everybody asking, yes, partial proceeds to charity, children, military, animal charities, COVID-19. Um, <laughs> I charge $2.99 on Cameo. And I'm, which, you know, I, I get a lot of orders. And uh, Floyd $2.99? Oh, no, 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 $2.99. <laughs> you know, Bruce, I could uh, offer $2.99, like literally $2.99, and no one will buy it. I'm at $25, no one's buying it. I was all the way down to 5 no one's buying it. Buy a damn Cameo, people. I'll pay for it. Check TJ DeSantis at Cameo. Get it. John Annex on Cameo. Get it. Do what you got to do. Roy Jones charges $199. Mike Tyson charges $300. He had $20,000 in orders in his first four hours. Dang. Ray Lewis Brett Favre charged $300. Floyd Mayweather charges $999 because as Floyd always has big dreams and usually hits them, he wants to be the first one to make a million dollars on Cameo. Wow. And Cameo is really taken off by crazy. They got a $50 million in cash infusion. Um, it's it's a great it's really service. Cool. It's a fantastic service. It's really cool. I film a ton of these things. As a matter of fact, John Annex in the room above me, and yesterday he called me after I got done filming three cameos, and he's like, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so loud, you know, doing my right. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Listen, TJ, your family, everybody stay safe, stay sane. I'm talking to personal friends now that have been handling this very well, but now it's getting to them. I'm noticing... Oh, yeah depression, anxiety, in all different levels, in all different people. And again, I'm going to say it, my heart goes out to the kids of the world today. Yeah. Missing out on what you're missing out on. Um, my kid just wants to go to the park, Buff. That's all he wants to yeah. do. I'm sure. And he I'm can't sure. do it. He can't do it because I won't let him. Um, 
th- there's two fights here, and I think we can close on this. There's obviously the fight against the virus that we know a, a little about. We learn more about every day. We start to realize things that we thought we knew we didn't know. Um, but the other fight is is the battle I think you're going through right now in your room. It is living life as safely as possible, and that takes a toll on a person. And I think that we see uh, a spike in cases here, especially in the state of California, because people start to lose their fear of the virus because they're doing everything that they need to do to combat it and, and to stay away from getting it. But overall, it's not getting better. So little by little, they start getting a little more careless to the fact that it exists. Uh, they start lowering their standards of what they're going to do and what they're not going to do. And the next thing you know, they're running around, you know, not social distancing, forgetting the mask, uh, going to the beach and, and you know, just living like they normally would on a summer day in, in Southern California. And you can't do that. So that I think that's the harder battle than the main battle is is keeping your mind in the fight. Right. And I don't know, just stay strong. It's a false sense of security. It's kind of like in World War One when you're in the trenches and they're in the trenches over there. And suddenly you're told to get up and run against right. the machine gun. You know, you're going to get hit by a bullet right. sooner or later. Yeah, even yeah. if you do it 10 times and you start not to, to worry about it, it's still just a matter of time. Like the probability, you can't, you, you can't get lucky every time. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's just inevitable. Exactly. exactly. TJ, I'm about to lose power on my computer and I have to switch positions to start charging it again. All right, Buff, you do your thing. Listen, I want you to be safe. Tell the audience anything you want. Um, check out the new show, Extra Rounds, myself, and uh, unfortunately, the afflicted Dean Thomas. Uh, we are live every Thursday on the UFC Fight Pass Facebook page. I will check in with Dean this week. It's probably uh, available on archive as everyone listens to this. We're talking about UFC 251 um, and uh, just everything else that is going on in the world of the Ultimate Fighting Championship and mixed martial arts as a whole, and hopefully they'll check it out uh, on Twitter, at TJ DeSantis, and... Uh, Buy a damn Cameo. Cameo.com forward slash TJ DeSantis. Have you, real quick, have you spoken to Dean? I, 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 yeah, I have. You okay? He's good. He's good. He's bored like you, but, you know, he's stuck there for another, like, nine, ten days. Okay, well, give him my best, and I hope he doesn't get hit with anything bad from this. Yeah. All right, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your orders, for your videos and audios coming into BruceBuffer.com, the Cameo orders you send in. Uh, internationally, if you're from Europe, I'm also on Memo, which is a very popular video site in Europe. But my main thing is I want to wish everybody out there to be smart, stay safe, stay sane, do what you need to do to be part of the, the solution, not part of the problem. Be a role model to your sphere of influence. As always, set your goals, write them down. There's still things to be done in this world, but it's an ever-changing world, and it's called adapt, learning to adapt, learning to adapt and change, and hopefully we get back to some more normalcy for all of us. TJ, you're right about wanting to get outside, everybody, but just open up the paper, do it smartly. With that being said, again, set your goals, step out on that path, be the best you can be, do the best you can, because then you're winning. And that's what I'm all about. That's what the show is all about. And that's what I try to tell everybody that listens. I love you all for tuning into us. Thank you for being loyal. We have more listeners than ever coming in and uh, we'll continue to do what we can to show everybody how happy life can be and how beautiful life can be. And with that being uh, said, I wish you all a positive, wonderful week. Stay safe, stay sane for the 18 millionth time on the show. And I will see you from the Octagon on Saturday. And I will see you from the Octagon next Wednesday. And then I'll be coming back to my wonderful USA. Thank you, everybody.
Big cheers and no fears forever. And thank you, UFC, for all you do. See you from the Octagon, folks. Be well. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber. Poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Touch-free QR code payments. No seller fees until 2021. Not applicable to PayPal here transactions. Other fees may apply. Shop safe with PayPal.